Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best-selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Hi there. This is Anna David with the podcast Launch Your Book with Anna David. It is a podcast where I talk to entrepreneurs, authors about how to launch a best-selling book and what that book can do for your career. I also do Q&As. I do breakdowns of how the greats launch their books. And today I have a somewhat unusual episode, and that is because it is with a woman who I coached through the process of launching her book. Now, I did do an interview with Samantha Perkins back in the day about, so she was somebody, she was in a coaching program of mine where we walked through writing a book. But the reason this one's relevant is for years, people have saying, can't you create a program or course around how to launch a book? And I would always say, well, it's really hard to do it at an A plus level. I don't know that I could teach how to do that. But I thought I could try. So I put together a very small coaching group where I they were sort of my beta group. And um, and my team and I did a program with them. We walked them through all of it once the book is actually done. How to lay it out. How to create a cover, a front cover and a back cover yourself. How to do keyword and category research. How to write a bio. How to write a book description. How to do all the things that we do for our clients where we charge up to $100,000. And uh, sh- this one actually went through and did it. Most people, I will tell you, when it comes to writing a book, the statistics say, or the New York Times said, 81 per- 81% of people want to write a book and 2% actually do. So I have watched so many people start and it's very hard to tell who is actually going to break through. What's amazing about about this guest is that she did it really quickly. Uh, this program really got her going. Anyway, we were able to create a course from this program. And so, like I said, everything that we do for our uh, really high-paying clients is in this course. So her name is Sarah Alamo. Um, her book should be out uh, by the time that you hear this episode. And she is a career happiness coach, a healthcare recruiter, an addiction recovery advocate, and like I said, a I'm imagining a best-selling author by the time you hear this. Her book is called Pearls and Probation, Adventures of an Alcoholic Good Girl. And you can get the book as well as links to all the things that we talk about in uh, this episode, including that amazing course that uh, you can get so you can follow in her footsteps. And you can get that by going to launch us, Jesus. What is my, oh, I forgot my website. It's okay. Launchpadpub.com slash blog slash Sarah, S-H, 
Jesus. Launchpadpub.com slash blog slash Sarah. And that is spelled S-A-R-A-H. So what's very cool about this interview is a lot of people start writing a book and they go, oh, my God, I'm not a writer. Who am I to do this? And she worked through those feelings. I think you guys are going to relate to this a lot and um, hear her journey. So I give you Sarah Lima. Sarah, so fun that we're doing this. I'm already having fun. Thank you so much for asking me here today. So let us talk about your book, Pearls and Probation. I don't know if you know this. I just saw your website. I don't even know if you've seen your website yet, but Caitlin just showed me as I was telling her I was interviewing you. It's so good. I love it so much. I'm getting so many great um, responses from different people. She did an amazing job. Okay, so let's talk about this is why I find you adorable and funny is like basically this idea of doing a book about a year and a half ago was not even really a concept in your brain. From what I understand, your then fiance, now husband said, hey, we're going to go to this retreat in L.A. where we're going to learn how to write a book. And you're like, "Okay," And he who knows how much action he's taken on his book. But here we are with your book. Uh, possibly out by the time listeners are hearing this. So let's talk about what happened. What was that journey? He asked if I wanted to join him for this memoir writing workshop. I thought, okay, I've, I'm not a writer. Maybe I can get something out of this. Maybe when I speak about my story, this will help. But based on the fact that you guys had a previous friendship and he had come to other courses of yours, he signed us up right away when he heard about it. And, and so then this this little pandemic happens. You don't end up coming. But instead, you know, I started that that group and I said, you know, hey, anybody who was signed up for this retreat and didn't get to go, why don't you just come and meet me every day at 10 a.m. to do these these writing groups and, and we'll all just write together. So you semi joined that ish. Initially, yes, I was there pretty often, um, but, you know. I'm not a writer. I am not a real writer. So it seemed, you know, kind of fake, you know, that I was in that group with people who had real things that they were writing. But it was amazing to have that stability. I knew that every single day at 10 a.m. that I had somewhere to go, which was really nice during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people relate to this idea of I'm not a real writer like these other people are. In fact, everybody in the group has pretty much said that to me. So if everyone in the group is not a real writer like everyone else, who's the, who's the real writer there? So can you talk about kind of working through those feelings? Yes. You know, it's a very supportive community. Eventually, I did bring some of my writing to the group for some feedback and that was probably the day that I knew that this was a good idea, that this was going to be OK, that maybe someone would be interested in reading my book <laughs> and just gave me the big boost that I needed to move forward and continue. And so but that was actually after I think that was after. So then we did. The, I decided to do a, a very small group coaching where I walk you through how to publish a book and you joined that. And as far as I know, you didn't show your writing to the group till after that. Isn't that right? Is that right? 
That is correct. I think that being in that course also gave me the confidence to bring that work to the group. And that course taught me so much. And I do really wish that I would have been a little further along in my book, which was all me 100 percent. But I learned so much. And then now that we're at the, you know, final stretch here, I'm looking back at my notes and so grateful for just the step-by-step instructions. I would not have known any of this. And yes, and I mean, the thing is, this is not an ad for the course, but what was cool about (laughs) it is that after that coaching, I then made it into a course, which literally packs everything we do for our now $100,000 clients into a course. And people just don't understand how much value there is there. But, you know, what's interesting is I I conceived of it as everybody's going to be ready to publish their books and nobody really was ready. You're more ahead. You're the first one from that group to actually be publishing. So, so, so at that point, how much of your book, well, this is also the thing that cracked me up is I remember when we were doing that, we were meeting every week and you told me that you said to John, oh, I have a photo shoot scheduled. And he goes, why? And you're like, for my book cover. And he's like, what book cover? And you're like, the book that I'm writing, because I think so many people declare that they're starting this and then no one ever hears about it again. And that's what really made you stand out. So, so tell me about this process. You started the program and you had how much written? Probably about a third of it. I thought I had half of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But as I've moved through the process with the editor, um, there have been a lot of changes. Um, So yes, I had about a third, but it really helped me actually to shape where I was going with it. Right. Um, I think that that was actually a really good thing. So you are following that 10 chapter structure, right? Yes, which was so helpful because I think I had a million chapters. Every few paragraphs was another chapter. It is ending up being 12. um, Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, something I've worked out with the editor based on uh, my recovery story. Yeah. And I think, you know, we suggest this 10 chapter structure and like it's never shorter than 10, but oftentimes it's 12. Oftentimes it's funny because people just don't, you know, I think people have this idea. I'm going to write this book that I know for me, my very first book, I just started writing it. I was like, I've read a lot of books. I'll write this book. And then my friend who was a successful novelist said to me, oh, you know, when I first started, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know novels had a a three act structure. And I'm like, I go home, I look and I'm like, oh my God, novels have a three act structure. How could I have not known this? And I think a lot of people have your experience and and, um, they just keep writing because it kind of quote feels good, but they're not following. So learning the structure really helped you understand what you had and fill in the blank. Very much. Yeah. And and still, it has required additional assistance, but um, yeah, it's my first time. And oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for the structure. I am a very type A structure, directions, timeline kind of person. So that was so helpful. So, okay. So you're writing it. You're writing it then. I remember you were showing it to your sister. Who else were you showing it to as you were writing? I showed it to two very close friends. Um, just one of them um, has a very similar recovery story to mine. She has one more day of sobriety than I do. So I just wanted to run it past her and ask, what did I forget? Uh, the other one, um, a friend who is not afraid to be openly critical, not in a mean way, but I needed to hear from a few people that it was 
even something interesting that they would read. Uh, basically from my sister, who is the English teacher. She's the writer in the family. Um, I just wanted, I don't know, I guess it was kind of, I needed to make sure everything was okay as far as what I was saying about our family. And did she suggest that you change any of that? She really encouraged me to be real, to be, not that I wasn't being real, but she could tell that I was holding back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she encouraged me to be, to go all in. She said, you know, maybe no one will read this, but if anyone does, give them the whole story. Yeah, that's great advice. And oftentimes doesn't come from a sibling because they're like, uh, let's keep it all between us. What about the parents? Have they read it? They have not. My mother asked if she was allowed to. I said no. And she was the very first one to sign up for my advanced reader team. So So, (laughs) first of all, so sweet. And is that nerve wracking? I have, luckily, I've had enough time to work through this. And, you know, I, I wrote my truth. Right. And I asked my editor, who is a mother, what she thought. Um, and then also my sister. And both of them said, you know, there wasn't anything that I said that was hurtful. Right, right. We should note that your editor, because I connected you to her, is a mother of five. She knows. She's had the experience. Um, now, you haven't written books yet. She's so wonderful. Um, so, okay. So you you had a third of it. Then you must, I mean, given the fact that it's been less than six months, you wrote the rest of it rather quickly. I had a few late nights. For me, I have to be, and maybe the same for others, I have to kind of be in the right mindset, have the right environment. And I was able to just put it out. So that was amazing. And did you wait until you were done writing that draft to give it to Elizabeth? Because I think a lot of people envision like, I'm going to work every page with my editor and really an editor can only be really helpful once your manuscript is completed. Is that, or is that, is that different than what you found? That is definitely what I found. She worked through my first draft and just for all the the edits, the grammar, all of that sort of thing initially. Um, And then we worked on the development and the structure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Moving things around. And she did have me write a few little extra sections. Right, right. And I should know, every editor is different. What I love about her is that anyone I've sent to her, she just goes, okay, this is my process. I read through it once, I do this. I read through it the second time, I do this. And, And a lot of people, A, don't care as much as she does, and B, just don't have a process. And one thing I love about her, too, is she won't take it unless she loves the book. You know, she is not an editor for hire. She has to love the material to do it. Um, so, okay, let's talk about, because I was part of this process, naming your book. How did you come up with the title? Oh, my goodness. People are loving it. And yeah. I love that we worked on it in the group. Yes. I had a few ideas and, gosh, what was there, six of us in the group, maybe? Mm-hmm. It was really fun to have everyone weigh in. Yeah, the creativity. So, I mean, at this point, I don't even recall exactly who came up with what parts, but I love that it was a group effort. Yeah, it's so it's so catchy. So, okay, and so you you the the process was you're writing the manuscript, you get the editor, you had this photo shoot for the cover, which come on, you had fun. That that's is that the most fun part of the process? Is the the, oh my gosh, it was fun. I felt way out of place, you know, and being a 
model for the day, but I had a good friend with me, which was awesome because it was, again, that one who was okay with being critical. So she could move things around for me and say whether I looked good or natural or whatnot. She knows me. So she knows how I would be standing. Um, and we also had my dog there. So it was very fun. Yes. The dog, you're, you're more obsessed with him than your husband, which is, which is, I get it, you know, they're obsessed with each other also. That's why it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And then we, in that course, in the program, we, we walked you through designing your own cover. Are you using a cover you ended up designing yourself? I am. I put it together and then I sent it to a friend of mine who I met randomly through a meeting who, does this kind of thing. And she cleaned it up and kind of put a few more ideas in there. But Uh initially it was my, my design. I love that. I love that. And then I remember we worked on your book description and your bio together. And did those stay the same after we worked through them or have you revised those? Um, How did that work? Well, the book has changed a bit since then. So yes, that has been revised. And then I've added um, some things to the bio. Yes, I love it. And did you, and you went and got blurbs? Um, I will be honest, I am working on those. Right. I have requested them. (laughs) But I remember you did, you know, the homework for the group was come up with who you're going to ask for your blurbs. And you, you had that list. You gave it. Um, And so what else? You're doing the keyword. We did, did we do the keyword research for you in the category research? Um. Well, we did it in the course as some homework, which yes. was awesome. So I, I did that. Yes. And um, and then have you explored the back end of KDP and how you're going to be launching it and all of that? It is actually on my list of things for today. Okay. <laughs> and that was from my notes from the class. I revisited yeah. all of that, just being in the process where I am. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, to somebody like me, which is ironic since I have this company, it's a total nightmare. Some people just take to it. Caitlin on my team happens to take to it. The best part of having a team is that I don't have to go into the KDP back end. But um, but yeah, I mean, and and I think it's important for people to know, and I've done episodes about this, is you know, once you've done your keyword research, incorporate those keywords, not just into your title and your book description, but your bio and your author page and even your advanced reader team. So let's talk about that. We now call that a launch squad. We have renamed the way we do it. But, um, and I also have episodes about how to do this, but you're in the process of building your, your squad right now, right? Yes, yes. So once I launched my website in there, People could sign up. So I have the list there. And then just another large group of big supporters. So, and how did you get people to join? I asked them. (laughs) But really, with uh, when I launched the website, I launched that particular page on my Instagram. I put it on Facebook. And then um, I've been drawing traffic to my website from um, also from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Because I do also have a business along with this, which is amazing um, to have this book to help launch this business. I've done no marketing for my business, and I already have three clients. No, this is amazing. Let's talk about that. So, so how did the book play into that? Just telling people about it um, gave me a, a new platform, a new thing to talk about, um, but also, hey, because of 
this book. I'm able to tell you guys about this awesome business. It kind of just all happened at the same time. Honestly, everything is just lined up perfectly. I could not have planned it better myself. <laughs> well, that's what happens when we surrender. But, you know, I will say, and this is this is one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on. This is the reason is like, yes, it all happened, but you showed up at every single stage. And what you don't, may not understand is 99% of people don't do that. Um, even, you know, that coaching program wasn't inexpensive. And even then, you know, my whole thing about charging money is people pay and they pay attention, but not always. And you just kept showing up. And, and I've learned from watching and coaching like hundreds of people through this process. You, it's kind of like, you can't tell who's going to stay sober. You can't tell who's going to be the, who of that group is going to, you know, win the hunger games or whatever, you know, the metaphor is. So you you just kept saying yes. And that's a big, big deal. And that's why it lined up. Yes. Well, I didn't want to miss out on any opportunities. We had a number of published authors in that group. I needed to hear everything you guys had to say. You guys have done this and that's the only way I'm going to learn. I need your good, bad, and ugly stories. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm really good at the at the ugly stories. Um, so, and so, so how many people are in your, in your launch squad? Oh my goodness. I need to check. I feel like I'm around a hundred. Amazing. And are you using book funnel to get the book to them? Yes. I am. And so because the book launch is still too, what, what, oh, have, have you given the book to them? No, I have not. Now's it's, the time, girl. I know. I'm kind of freaking out about this a little bit. Okay. The editor had um, a health issue mm-hmm. and I will not be getting the book for another two weeks. It's okay. I mean, look, it's, we try to give people a month, but oftentimes giving them a shorter deadline is, uh, can be more effective. Because if you give them too much, then they say yes, and they don't come through. They always don't come through. That's the other thing is you can't predict who in your squad is going to come through and who isn't. But I think I told you the trick about the double shame, which is when somebody says, I will absolutely read your book and I will absolutely do a review and they don't, what I, what I, I used to have someone else manage my, my squad. So I would have them email and say, Hey, we didn't see your review. They wouldn't respond. And then I would do the double shame. And I'd be like, I didn't see your review. It always got a response. It's really a good method because I get it. I have said I would do, I've said I'll blurb a book, which is more important than joining um, an advanced reader team. And, and I, I have every intention of doing it and I don't have time to read it. And I think also that's why um, it's important. And I, all reviews should be legitimate and honest, but I think it's important to say to your squad, Hey, if you haven't finished the book, that's okay. If you only read part of it, you can talk about that. Um, but, but, you know, the system is, is of course, you know, launching the ebook at 99 cents so that you're not asking. And, and just in case anybody hasn't heard that episode, you know, it's, it's giving them the book through book funnel, which has, I think it's a membership is $20 a year, very affordable. It gives you a landing page for your book. Your people can go in and download it, tell them, read it now a month or three weeks or whatever it is, two weeks before your release, write your review and have it ready to go and then post the review a few days before the official launch so that um, it can debut with all those lovely, lovely reviews. 
Um, so, and so in terms of people hiring you, so your, can you talk about what your business is? Yes. So I have been in the recruiting world for almost 15 years and have had the opportunity as a recruiter and then as a leader on a recruiting team to coach people within their careers, to be happy where they are, to go to a whole new position. I've had this opportunity within our recovery community as well. So many people might be coming into the community with um, a background or just getting healthy and getting the opportunity to do what they really wanted to do. So this is what I love about my work. So I got certified as a career happiness coach and have a three-month program that I work through with clients. And I am really hoping to focus within the recovery community, but I do have some clients who just searched career coach and reached out to me. And so wow. that launched uh, July 1st. And how did you come up with the program? It was based on my coach's plan that she works on with her clients. And we figured that that amount of time was good for figuring out what someone wants to do when they grow up, getting into the action of maybe building a network or applying to jobs, and then having the time to have my support through the interview process, all the way through to negotiating their new salaries and benefits and all of those kinds of things. And are they in it at the same time or it's an individually tailored program? It's individually tailored. And I'm not asking what it costs, but how did you come up with the price points? How, like, how, you know, a lot of people want to have a book that, that launches a career and they have no idea what their career or program is going to be or what to charge. How did you figure that out? Luckily, I had my coach to walk me through it. Um, mm -hmm. She has also been in the industry for a very long time. And I gave her my suggestion and she said, well, you know, I think you're really undervaluing yourself. You need to really realize that you're going to be spending so much time before calls with clients, after calls with clients. And she told me based on where I live, what would be a, a better price point? Yeah, I think that what I have definitely learned is I used to have my career used to really be focused on, well, this is what people can afford. And the less I charge the more unappreciative the clients were, the more I charge, the better the client. It's really a bizarre conundrum to wrap your brain around, but it's true. Yes. Well, and she also suggested for some of the, um, some of our clients who definitely can afford it, they might not see our value or see my value if I don't charge enough. Right, right. What And so even though your book is really, it's not like how to get happy in your career, how does the book play into that business? Well, that's kind of since I wrote about, you know, what happened and how it is now, um, that's my life right now. And that is a huge gift of my recovery. And I am planning on writing um, some more books moving forward. Oddly, my coach, uh, my career happiness coach who developed this program is also an author and has written, I think, seven books. Um, so she was really encouraging me to turn my program into a guide. Yes. So hoping that that will be out in January. <laughs> oh, look at you learning the method and continuing to use it. 
And so once your book is out, what are your plans? Like, what do you have planned for the launch? We'll release this podcast, which, you know, guys go buy that book. So uh, you can help this first time author on her lifelong journey. Um, But what are your other plans for the launch? Like, how are you, how are you going to get it out there? Yeah, I have a party planned. And since I started planning things before the world opened up again, we are just going to have it here at our house. Um, It'll be uh, the 21st. So it's before the book comes out so that I can feed people and give them gifts and then tell them to go review my book. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. That's not something I know about it. So it's almost an advanced reader team party, basically. Yes, yes. And I'm um, working with as many people as I know in my area who also have their own businesses to help kind of promote theirs. I have a dear friend who started a candle making business. So we created a signature scent and design candle for my book. And so I bought a bunch of them from her and then she can, uh, you know, promote her business at my party. That's so cool. I have another friend who is an artist and she actually did a drawing of my book in her vision. So we'll promote her business here. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Just having um, just, I just want everyone to be together and have fun. So many people know that I've written this book and I've just had so much support from our community. So um, I have that party. My husband suggested that maybe we do something virtual. So we're still figuring that out. Um, that maybe that would be the Friday before, or maybe it's after it comes out. And then I actually do have a party that a friend is hosting for me on the day after the book comes out. Uh, she wanted to support me and she wanted to have a book signing <laughs> at her house. So she's throwing a big pool party for everyone we know. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. besides events, are you doing other things? Do you have other things planned? Speaking with some local bookstores Uh and let's see here, I've um, been on a few podcasts and I look forward to being on more. And I also am working with um, a local TV anchor, a news anchor. And so she's been giving me tons of ideas, but uh, she's invited me to be on a local show in September because that is recovery month. Yeah. So, um, kind of just taking advantage of um, that time of year to put my book out there. Well, this is wonderful. Is there anything else that you want to add for listeners about what it's like, you know, leading up to your first book launch or what you would advise anybody who wants to do that? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, I feel like I've been full of so much anticipation about this and very excited about it. And it's just now finally coming together and becoming a reality, but I never thought I was a writer. I never thought I would write a book, much less put it out there. When I joined that Zoom group, I never intended anyone to read this. And now I'm putting it out there for everyone to read. And, you know, if I know everyone says things like this, but if I can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's, that's what I always say. Well, thank you so much. Um, if people want to reach you, what's the best way? I have my website, sarahalamo.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-A-L-A-I-M-O. And they can also just email me at hello at sarahalamo.com. I love it. Well, thank you so much, guys. Go get the book and I will see you next time. 
Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to launchyourbookpod.com where you can get show notes and so much more. If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.